How many of y'all been watching the news, listening to the news? No? Good for you. You're a smart man. You're a smart man. A um, couple of you, right? You've been, you've been watching and listening? Oh, I don't know. I see the one, the one right over there is going down, too. All right, it's for the Capitol Police? Okay, all right. So, so as you can see, some, some events happened last week that have taken their toll on our country. Um, and I'm not going to get into it. I'm not out here to, to pick sides and, and, and to recruit people to my side or anything like that. But what I do want to tell you is that, so the funniest thing is that uh, last Sunday at church, it was our first service of the year, and our, our lead pastor decided that we, 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 we collectively, as, 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 as our pastoral team, decided we were going to, we what kind of a mission were we going to push towards our people for the new year, right? And so our mission was about getting yoked. And if you know what a yoke is, it, scripturally and, and actually agriculturally, a yoke is what you put on oxen so that they can plow the field, right? But what they do is they'll put an old ox, oxen with a new young oxen so that the older oxen can teach the young oxen how to do what he's doing, right? So it's all about getting yoked. But part of that getting yoked was to have a focus on, on a fresh idea, get your mind right, right? That was the whole process. And so we challenged a lot of people to just do something new. Make a change. And so a lot of our, a lot of our people in our church decided they were going to fast. So what I decided I was going to do is I was going to get off of social media. Right? And so I got off of Facebook, got off of Instagram. And can I tell you, that was the best thing. I, I walked out of church on Sunday, and I got home Sunday evening, and I clicked, logged out of Facebook, clicked, logged out of Instagram, logged out of, logged, logged out of those things, and... And I'm so grateful that I did because by the time Wednesday hit and all that stuff was going on, not so much that I wasn't watching the news, because I was, but what I wasn't watching was what people were saying about it. Because let me tell you something, in the, in the last, I'll say, two years, it's been hard to keep friends on social media. Let me tell you something. People got their opinions, they ain't ashamed to share it, they're trying to push their agenda in your face, but they're messing with your spirit. Right? All of this push and pull, all of this back and forth, all of this arguing, all of this bickering, it, it, it messes with your spirit. And you can be, you can be a, a person of Christ. And you can read your Bible. You can do all of that stuff. But let me tell you something. When you are constantly allowing yourself to be influenced, when you are constantly allowing yourself to receive all of this stuff on social media, all of this stuff in the news. It doesn't matter how prayed up you are. It doesn't how much into the God's word you are. That stuff messes with you. It makes you cynical. It makes you angry. It makes you dark. It makes you scared. And I was so glad that I took the time to separate myself from the social media. Or I should say, I'm so glad that God led me to do that, because it was a burden on my heart. Because I'm not gonna lie, I like, you know, throwing up Facebook, got nothing to do. 
start scrolling, start scrolling. Next thing you know, two, three hours pass. You're like, what, what time is it, right? Get on you know, YouTube, you get on Instagram, and it's just, it's just a way to waste time. But what we're not recognizing is that this world is designed to attack us. And so many people think that the attacks from the devil comes in, in these aggressive and hostile ways. And what we don't realize is a lot of times it's the people around us, it's the things that we're receiving, it's the news media that we're watching, it's the stuff that's getting posted up that we're looking at. That's just the devil just chipping away at us little by little, little by little, little by little. You know one of the coolest things about not being on social media last week was, man, I was productive. Talk about getting some stuff done. Because a lot of times, I'll, I'm a procrastinator by nature, right? I'm, I'm, I'm lazy. And so I'll start a project and I'll be like, oh, let me see what's going on over here. Let me see what's going on over there and I'll just waste time. But man, if I tell you I've been just running through my to-go list like nobody's business. But the whole time I'm doing this, there's a thought in the back of my head and it's, the, it's this particular thought that I wanna share with you tonight. And, and it comes out of the book of 2 Corinthians. It's chapter 10, and it's verse five. And this is what it says. Let me find it here for you. Okay. It says, we destroy, actually we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The personal part of this one right here is we take captive every thought. Because see, the first part talks about the outside influences, right? It says we demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. That, that, that's the outside forces that going against what we know or what we should know about the truth of God's word. But the second part of it is taking captive every thought. That's on us, ladies and gentlemen. That's on us. Too many times we allow our minds to wander. We allow our thoughts to take us places. We allow our habits to dig us into holes that we can't get out of. Spiritually, physically, mentally. And Paul writes to this church over here, and it's important that he was writing this letter, and it's important that you know why he was writing this letter, because he's writing this letter to people in the church. But the church was falling apart in some ugly ways. There was actually a man in this church of Corinth that was sleeping with his father's wife. And the people of the church were accepting it. And I say they were accepting it because they weren't saying anything about it. And sometimes keeping quiet is the same as accepting, isn't it? And Paul says, no, brothers and sisters, you have to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Oh, yeah. Well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to lock it down? You can only do that through not your truth, not through CNN's truth, 
Not through Biden's truth, not through Trump's truth, through God's truth. Through the word in the Bible. If you can't lock yourself down with God's word, then you're just running free, ain't you? You're just bobbing and weaving through this mess with no way to go. You're just listless in the river. You're just floating around the water thinking everything's all right. And the funny part about it is that it says, it says you must keep your, your, yourself captive. Captive. Lock down every thought and keep it obedience to Christ. And that's the problem that we have, isn't it? We don't want Jesus locking us down. We don't want him telling me what to do. Right? But in this, this freedom that we're fighting so much for, listen, you're going to be captive to one thing or the other. You will be captive to the sins of this world or you will be captive to the freedom that's found in Christ. You will be captive to pain, to addiction, to hurt, to lust, to greed, to envy, to violence, to hostility. You will be captive to all of those things or, or you could find yourself captive to peace to joy to love do you know what it's like to be captive to love and I'm not talking about falling in love with some little honey or, or talking to you that's not captive well it's captive but it's a different kind of lockdown I'm not talking about that kind of lockdown alright do you know what it's like to be to be captivated by the love of God that it's so overwhelming, it's so all-consuming, that it's so all-encompassing that you can't think of anything else. And that love is so overwhelming that it becomes overflowing. Do you know what that's like? You know, sadly, not many of us do. I pray you've had that experience at one time in your life. I pray that you will seek that experience once again. But ladies and gentlemen, if, if, if you haven't seen it and you don't recognize it right now, I am urging you, where you sit today, hold yourself captive to the obedience of Christ. Lock yourself down. There is so much freedom in it. And if you don't have a Bible, I believe we have a few in the back that we can help you out with. And if we don't, I promise you we'll get you one. But lock it down. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much. I thank you that, you know, on, on, on some days, it, it's, it's hard to share what's, what's in my heart. It is. Sometimes I don't even want to do it. Um, but God, you have uh, ordained purpose in your word. It's not, it's not for the selfish. Uh, it's hard to read what you have put in front of us and not want to share it. it. It's difficult to be convicted by your word and not want to impart that knowledge onto someone else. And Lord, I don't know who here tonight needed to hear it, uh, but I pray that that person, he or she, is here. 
I pray that they've received it, Lord. I pray that it's already stirring in their heart, encouraging them to maybe look at life a different way. Lord, this, this, this world is not the world you created, but it is designed to destroy. It is designed to pull us away from you. May we be able to just peek our heads out of this mess, out of this cloud, out of this storm every once in a while and just recognize that your goodness is within arm's reach. May we take hold and may we allow it to bless us abundantly because that is your promise in the here and the now as well as in the after, Lord. We thank you for your son because without him we may not know grace. And we thank you for your grace because without that we may not know forgiveness, Lord. So we thank you. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Thank you all so much. This podcast is recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.